Hey, good morning, everybody. I am back. This is Dr. Heidi with Coaching with Dr. Heidi, and this is the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People podcast. I am so happy to be here this morning. Uh, the conference was this past weekend, and I could not have asked for a better unfolding of the perfect event. Uh, the perfect people were there that needed to be uh, helped. They were in the perfect spot. I am probably going to end up talking a lot about the things that both impacted me and impacted others this past weekend at the It's Not Normal, It's Toxic um, 2019 annual conference. Wow, it was amazing. If I could do that conference in every city, that would be my dream job. I got to meet the most fantastic people there. It was amazing. Um, going right into my mission is to provide hope, healing, and freedom for those whose lives have been affected by toxic relationships, emotional abuse, and narcissistic behavior. We saw all of that this weekend. I had guest speakers this weekend that I didn't even realize had a past with toxic relationships and people began telling their stories and people in the audience were relating to their stories and it was absolutely amazing. So if you do have a chance to attend one of the conferences in the future, I highly recommend it. My staff and I love doing them. Although we are tired by the end of it, we are recharged by the next day and the stuff that we learn in the conference, both business-wise and um, different ways to offer help to the people who seek our services, are I they just it goes without saying. I can't even describe what this weekend was like. Um, that being said, I had many different people there from many different dynamics of toxic relationships. We had people there who were in um, their second or third marriage and there had been repetitive toxic relationships. There were people there who had um, toxic or unhealthy relationships with their children, which that is heartbreaking. Um, a parent who has had to cut themselves off from a child, from grandchildren because of it, that feels like the entire thing is their fault and their responsibility to fix. Um, there was a lot of light shed on that type of dynamic. People that are really just looking for answers because they keep attracting toxic people and stumbling back into the same type of relationships, whether it be friendships or uh, intimate relationships or just really trying to break free of the toxic family. Um, we had people who are out and who are actually doing really well, but are realizing that there is triggers that have been long inset because of the toxic relationships of their past, and they're wanting to move forward. Uh, we have people that are doing great, but are still very terrified about the what ifs of the future. Uh, let's see, there was people who not only are out, but are out and wanted to attend, and on top of that, um, contribute a ticket to somebody who could not afford to be there. Uh, we had we had several that were scholarship um, sponsor recipients and you know what? They embraced 
receiving the tickets and being able to attend, and that was fantastic. Um, we had people who have gone through my program that attended the conference and brought people in their life with them that they knew needed help. Uh, there was people that I know on prof a professional basis that um, came because they were presenting and at the end learned far more than they ever anticipated. We had people doing motivational speaking, a lot of moving forward. And um, I think that the dynamic that actually showed up surprised my staff and I because a lot of um, people assume that this is just an intimate relationship thing. And it absolutely isn't. It's a friend thing. It's a coworker thing. In fact, we were talking about um, toxicity in the workplace and how to handle that. You know, how to move forward when you are in a toxic environment that you have to stay in right now. And, um, you know, it really made my staff and I think there's other opportunities in this, you know, teaching the toxic traits because there is so many different avenues that it affects. So, um, again, we obviously don't have the next date or the next location on the calendar yet, but because this one went so well, it's going to be really difficult to keep Dr. Heidi's butt in the seat and calm down and not wanting to do another one very soon. Um, a few of the things that we had, you know, kind of went through in the conference was, you know, we did go through the 21 character traits of the toxic person. They're the 21 that are in my program. Uh, the Freedom Me Online program, as you know, is my entire coaching program available in a self-study. So that was shortened a bit because most of the people there had either already purchased the Freedom Me program and had gone through it or were anticipating purchasing it um, after to kind of review. And so the 21 character traits were gone through and uh, the heads nodding and the hands raising as I was going through the character traits. I really believe that it provided enough education for people to really understand the situations that they were in and gather information on how to react and act differently in that situation as to change the dynamic of the environment. Um, that, was, that was a great session because I had many people come up and say, I did not think this conference was necessarily for me because I didn't feel like I was really being that affected. And at the end of the day, it's just normal to me. I have just become used to this because every character trait that you went through, I could identify with. You know, some stronger than others, but every character trait was in my life. And here I find out from you that I'm thinking that it's not that big a deal because I've been living in it for so long, I've been completely desensitized to it. So, you know, just relating the 21 characteristics to people, it gave them the understanding and gave a little clarity on the confusion of why they are unable to fix the situation. You know, they've been felt like it's their responsibility to fix. And by the end of that session, I think a lot of people realized, hey, this isn't, this isn't my job. I don't have to fix all of this. So that was, that was fun for me because when, when I get to educate people and I can tell that they're getting it and they're starting to understand it and their eyes are starting to light up and they're starting to feel an overall feeling of relief that yes, maybe there is hope because look at Dr. Heidi. She has gone through this. She's been through this. She's done this, you know, repetitive. And now 
she's able to stand up there and explain to me exactly what I am in. You know, I've said it before. I want to be the person that I needed when I was in it because I did not understand it. And it was a eye-opening thing for me this weekend that my past is exactly what I needed to do what I'm doing today. And everybody in the conference is going to be the exact same way. And everybody listening to this podcast, if you're searching for answers, you're going to be the same way. There's a reason you're in it. And there's a reason you're going to get out of it because somebody is going to need your help. You know, then after we did the 21 characteristics, we went on and we had a um, Leslie who did a podcast with me a couple weeks ago, the self-defense. She talked about, you know, keeping yourself safe and the different uh, forms of abuse and assault that we may not realize. That was fantastic. Uh, She is available in the Strength Within group, which is the private um, support group that we have online. It is a closed group. You have to be vetted and Um, accepted into the group. So if you are not in the Strength Within and you are looking for an online support group where there is people who know exactly what you're in because they're in it, um, Leslie is in there and she is a great resource for um, self-defense and personal safety. We also had a family law attorney that I know very, very well speak. We had um, some people who deal with divorce. Not that I am a divorce advocate, obviously. You know that I am married. I am happily married to the best man on the planet for me. And so although I don't wish divorce on anybody, divorce is hard. Divorce is the hardest thing people will go through. But for those of of them that were at the conference that have not been able to get questions answered on the process of divorce, should that be the road you need to go down? We had uh, people there that could answer that and that helped a lot because it puts a lot of questions at ease if that is indeed uh, the road you're gonna have to go down. Melissa, Melissa is my staff member. She's on my team. She has been on several podcasts. She works in the office. She's on all the pictures with the team. And she did a breakout on um, the toxic upbringing. I was not able to attend that breakout, but uh, my daughter did. And she said it was fantastic. I know we did hear a lot of laughing through that. So um, I, I know that me just saying laughing reminded me of something. When, when people were leaving the conference on Sunday, they many of them said, I thought that this was going to be a very dark, uh, very down, very gloomy um, two days to sit through. I thought this was going to be something that was going to be negative and that was going to be very high anxiety. And there was a lot of laughing. There's a lot of forward motion. There was a lot of jokes. There was a lot of hugs. There was a lot of stuff that I am so glad I came. I am so inspired now because I feel like there is hope. And um, when Melissa had her session, it wasn't in the main room and we could hear them laughing the whole entire time. So to me, what that says is these people that were attending got it. With only being there a short time, they got it that there is people that move through it, that there is people that survive and they too were feeling like it wasn't the end. And so a lot of laughter. I did go through an entire session on how a conversation with the toxic person goes. 
how you start it, you talk in a big circle for an hour and a half, and it ends up exactly where you started with you taking the blame. We spent an entire um, session on talking about the conversations with the toxic person and how it's a verbal competition. It explained a lot, and I gave a lot of tips on things that people could do in when they're in a conversation that is going south with a toxic person. Then we had Julie, who is a very, very dear friend of ours, do a motivational, um, very uplifting, we don't know how uh, long we're here. We don't know what is going to happen in the future. We don't know. So live your life on purpose. And um, that was great. She had us up. She had us dancing and, you know, just really getting some energy out and positive strength stuff. Uh, was the last session on that day. Then um, I closed Saturday with something that I want to share with you. I wrote part of this. Um, part of this I found. Um, it was brought to me by a former client. And um, it really embraced a lot of what we feel in our lives. So I just want to share it with you. You know, my mom always said, and I've said this before on the podcast, everything happens just like it's supposed to. And there were many times in my life that I would call her and she would not really have any words because, as you know, it's hard to help people who are in the situations that we're in. And she would say, Heidi, everything happens just like it's supposed to. I don't know the answer. I just know that if it's happening, it's supposed to. And I remember thinking, oh, thanks, Mom. You know, that helped. And looking back, I, I now know that she was 100% correct. Everything that we have gone through is everything that we would ask for if we saw the bigger picture of our life, if we knew what we needed to be prepared for. We can only see today. So the things and the skills and the lessons that we need to move on into our future, there's no way of us knowing what those are. So we spend today working towards our future that we can't really see clearly anyway. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Who knows what's going to happen next year? Things are sudden. Things are unpredictable. We can't control everything that comes down the pipes. So we trudge over the hills and the valleys thinking that someday we're going to get there. Not even realizing it, that it's the hills and the valleys that are prepping us for our, our arrival once we get there. And it's just like looking at the backside of a quilt. There's a bunch of tangled strings and knots that doesn't make sense until you flip the quilt over, right? And it is then that you can see clearly and understand the meaning of what appears to be complete chaos and tangledness on the back side. But the beauty that appears on the front side of the quilt would never be possible without the twisted and tied up backside. It's just like us. Bad things don't just happen. And although devastating at times, they happen as they are supposed to so that you can continue to create the masterpiece that was intended. You know, we think pain and sorrow and grief and upset are a valley in our story that we have to get out of. But really, they are the bridge that forms the gap between who we are now and who we are destined to become. The hardships that we have known have and will allow you to rid your life of the things and the people that do not serve you. And when you do that, it allows way more room in our lives for the things and people that are supposed to be there.
So how many that are listening today are experiencing pain? How many are experiencing sorrow? How many are experiencing darkness? Emotional pain is hard to put your finger on. And it's even harder to ignore. And that's what we like to do. We like to ignore the emotional pain because we don't know how to put our finger on why we're feeling it. How do you deal with something that we cannot see? How do you deal with something that you cannot put your finger on, right? Most of us have seen the National Geographic special of the lions hunting on the plains of Africa. What you may not know is that it is not the males, but the females that actually do the hunting. The male does play a specific role, however. You know, they get on one side of the watering hole where the wildebeest is coming to get a drink and they puff all up and they get really tall and they make this loud, ferocious roar. Now, the roar is supposed to scare the prey into running away. What the, what the wildebeest does not understand is that the lionesses are strategically placed on the opposite side of the watering hole so that when they think they're running away from the roar, they feel like they're running to safety when they actually are running directly into an ambush. The male lion's bark is much more dangerous than his bite. Now this part of what I'm reading, this is the part that somebody brought to me. So, um, but what people often do when we encounter trial and tragedy or a painful experience, we try to run away from the pain. Pain is terrifying. It's messy and it's very terrifying if you can't put a finger on it. It sneaks up on you and it, it will knock the breath out of you. So you don't want to face it. We are fearful of stepping into the pain because we are fearful of feeling the full weight it's going to take to work through it. It makes you too exposed. When you don't know where the pain is coming from, it's too hard and scary to deal with. So what do we do? We run away from it. The only problem is, is in running away from our pain now, we are setting ourselves up for an ambush months, years, decades later. And when it, when it gets you, it is going to get you with more ferocity. So instead of running away from the pain, this weekend, I encouraged people, let's run towards it. Let's embrace it. Let's deal with it. Let's understand it. Let's figure out what it is that is causing these feelings. Because initially, when you run towards the pain and you run towards what scares you, it is absolutely excruciating. You will feel like you want to give up. You will feel like you can't go another day. You will feel like it's hopeless. But eventually, when you step through it, it's going to be healing. We cannot be numb and have feeling at the same time. You have to choose. There is no alternative. And in order to feel the happiness after getting out, you have to feel the weight of the pain going through. Now, I truly believe now my mother, bless her heart, um, was, was completely right. She is a woman of very few words, but she always has the right ones. Everything happened just like it was supposed to. And you not, we may not be able to see it now, but with time comes healing. And looking back, I have a completely different perspective. If you put yourself first, which is where we get into trouble, 
if you put yourself first and step into that pain so you know you are dealing with it, you can focus on the outcome and focus on the happiness and focus on what you're working towards and not focus on the pain. And you are going to find the person that you know is inside, but you haven't been able to find. So this weekend, I challenged people. Let's face it. Let's learn about it. Let's understand it. Let's get through it so that you can focus on the moving forward past this relationship, past this friendship, past this thing that we're not understanding, but it is bringing us down and making us feel hopeless. And, you know, me just thinking about the pain that I've stepped through, the pain my kids have stepped through, the pain that my clients have stepped through, and now looking at myself, looking at my children, looking at my the clients who've gone through the program and are on the other side, the strength and the confidence and the self-worth behind, behind stepping through the pain is remarkable. So my challenge to you today is, what is it that is scaring you? What is it that you've been running away from? Let's turn around, let's change it, and let's face it. That was the, how we closed the day on Saturday. You know, and even though I say it, now I'm saying it again, and I'm looking back at the pain that I walked through, and the pain that I walked through still today, yeah, my first instinct is to run away from the fear. It always is. You know, and I am also one that I have triggers and I, you can ask my family, I stuff stuff down that I don't want to face and then I blow up. And thank the good Lord they understand that about me because it's not pretty when I blow up. It's one of my triggers. I am absolutely ashamed of it. You know, and it's one of those things that I think I fear having to bring little stuff up and so I stuff it down thinking that I'm taking care of it and I'm not. I'm just running away from it. So I'm growing just like everybody else is growing. And watching the people at the conference this weekend and how they grew from Friday night to when they left on Sunday was absolutely incredible. It might have been one of the better weekends of my entire life. And I, my staff is going to stay the same thing. Um, we also talked about, you know, what what are we allowed to quit? How come we're always so, you know, head on with Keep going, keep moving one more day, one foot in front of the other. You know what? We have permission to quit some of this crap. What is it that you want? What is it that you don't want? Quit what you don't want. Put your energy into stuff that you do want. Anyway, you can tell yesterday I wanted to do a podcast. I was a little bit tired and we had a lot of stuff to unpack and a lot of things to go through and a lot of contacts to make after it. And it's, it's a good thing I didn't because today... I totally have the energy to talk to you guys about how excited I was and the breakthroughs that people had and the stuff that I learned about the conference. Um, you know, you know how um, you are able to work with me. There's a lot of stuff. I don't have just a conference. I have this podcast, which is going all over the place. I don't even know how many listens we have. Um, thank you for sharing it. I appreciate it. If it has helped you, Write a review. That's what people need. They need to see that you've had help from it. Um, there's several things on my on my website that are no charge. You know, you can take the toxicity profile analysis that can give you a, oh, I'm sorry, I'm at the office, um, give you an idea of exactly what your situation may be. 
and that will shed a little bit of light. You can set up a consultation with me. I'll go over your toxicity profile analysis. You know, let's start running into the roar. Let's quit running away from our fear. Um, obviously, I do private coaching. If you are one that feels like you're in a spot that you want to, you actually want to beat this thing, there's an application to privately coach with me on the website. All of that stuff is available. The Freedom Me program is available on the website. As soon as I figure out when the next conference is going to be, you guys will be the first to know what the date is and where the location is going to be. But for now, start thinking about what it is that you're scared of. Let's start tackling that. Let's start running towards the roar. Because if you run towards the roar, you're going to be safe. If you run away from the roar, it's going to catch back up with you. So thank you for listening. And that was a really quick little rundown of the conference. So stay tuned because um, I've got a lot of good guests coming up on the podcast. And I'm very excited about that. We've got a lot of different topics that have came in, suggestions uh, for different questions to be answered and different things to go over. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your support in my mission. I appreciate each and every one of you. I will talk soon.